What's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And we have yet another amazing guest. You probably guessed that already because our community is just on fire. This morning, we have a self-proclaimed workaholic who has launched her online business to quit those 60-hour weeks and devote more time to the things that are more and most important to her. Remember, my friends, all of our guests are, um, you know, mostly new to this whole profession of online marketing. Yes, I did call it a profession. It has become a career for people like me and many others, actually thousands of others, uh, potentially even millions of others. There's, remember, 8 billion people in the world, and the internet is a very large place that many of us spend a lot of our time on. And well, who makes the internet run and operate? It's internet marketers, it's engineers, it's people who understand the ins and outs and dynamics and mechanics of online marketing. And so we're happy to have all of you here to start to begin to learn uh, so you can earn from these skills and from these business models that we teach here. And We'll try to use this show to inspire you and give you more information so you can make an informed decision on what's best for you. With that being said, Amanda, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dave. How are you? Nervous, but good. Really good. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, as your shirt says, babe, you got this. <laughs> and um, I fully believe that, you know, as I've said oftentimes on this show, we all have what we need already inside of us. It's just about showing ourselves and proving to ourselves that we, we got, we still got it in some cases or that we do have it in others. And so tell us where you're calling in from. First of all, uh, we're in a little town called Stevensville, Ontario, and it's close to Niagara Falls, Ontario, just across the border from Buffalo. Uh, we're Buffalo Bills fans here. So yeah, uh, that's where we lost last night. Oh, I know. I know. I had a very upset household here at the end of the night. Yeah. I mean, especially when there was 12 men on the field with four seconds left and the guy missed the field goal. And yeah, so I feel bad for my Buffalo Bills family. I grew up going to my mother's from New York. And so I would go up to visit her sister every summer and we would go to Fredonia to the Buffalo Bills training camp back in the Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly days, back in the heyday when we <laughs> went to the Super Bowl four times in a row and lost. I mean, I know what losing is all about as a Buffalo Bills fan, but hopefully their time is coming. Your time is coming. Never give up hope. Um, so what led you to Legendary? What were you looking for? Do you feel like you found what you were looking for? Tell us how you got here. So I found way more than I was looking for. Um, <clears throat> I was actually, I'm a mortgage agent. I've been a mortgage agent for 18 years. Um, I've, I've always loved my career. I love helping people. Um, so I wasn't looking for a way out of my business. I was actually sitting in my car at my son's lacrosse tournament in Philadelphia. There was a huge storm, like the parking lot was flooding. So we were probably gonna be leaving the tournament, but I was sitting in my car looking for uh, remote jobs for a client of mine, actually, because she had lost her job. Um, interest rates, I don't know, 
if you're, well, I'm sure you're aware, but um, interest rates are really high right now and mortgages are coming up for renewal and people are really struggling to make their mortgage payments. So she's lost her job. Her mortgage was up for renewal. She wasn't qualifying for a new mortgage. And she's like, I don't know what to do. She was in tears. So I was looking for a remote job for her because she had little kids at home and without full-time employment, couldn't afford daycare either. Mm. So I was like, I'll try to find something. And um, so I was Googling like remote jobs and I was on Facebook remote jobs and Instagram remote jobs for this client of mine and M Walcott kept coming up. And so I watched her video and I was like, huh, wonder if maybe I should see it. Cause I wasn't really sure if it was a real thing to start. I didn't know if it was like, I hate the word scam, but I was very skeptical. So um, I thought I would do it. It was seven bucks and I could afford seven bucks. So I, I did it. I took it. Um, it took me a bit to get going, like a few days um, to actually start watching it. But then once I started watching the videos, I kind of got addicted to them. Like I would watch them over and over again. And I downloaded Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I'd already read it before, but I have it on audiobook and I just listened to it over and over again because I was in the car for like se sometimes seven hours at a time driving to these tournaments with my son. So um, I had lots of time. And, and then, yeah, so that's how I found it. It was just a total fluke. I wasn't mm -hmm. looking for more income, actually. Interesting. <laughs> for me. Interesting. In the last couple of guests we've had on, their husbands were the ones who sent them the information. And it's interesting how you were looking for a solution for somebody else, uh, yeah. sitting there uh, doing some nice service work for a client. And lo and behold, you found something that you feel now is a good fit for you. And so if you weren't looking particularly for more income, did you, were you looking for something else or did you realize you did want some more income? Talk to us about what's actually driving you. What is the fire that's burning, that's, that's either motivating you, keeping you going, getting you so excited? Because you could be spending your time also watching cool videos on Netflix. I mean, there's lots of good entertainment. So what is the motivation? What is your why? What, what, what needs to change or do you want to change in your life? So, um, anybody that knows me knows that I'm, I'm notoriously busy. I'm busy. I have five kids. Um, my career is very demanding. I'm, I'm constantly on call for my clients. It's a seven day a week career. Um, and it's, it's heartbreaking and exhausting. Like my career is, um, I have horses, dogs. I'm, I'm just really busy. My parents are aging and I want to spend more time with them. My kids would come into my office and I would be like, Oh, just mommy needs one more minute. Just give me, a, give mommy a minute. I can't help you with homework right now. I sorry, Lily, I can't do that craft with you right now. And I was constantly putting them off even like car rides, driving my son to basketball or wherever we were going. Um, I was always on the phone with a client and I've, I've never had since they were born. Like I've never had a mat leave. I've never, I've just never had time. And so what I'm finding with what I learned in legendary is I'm getting more time back. Even <laughs> it's funny because I didn't even know digital marketing existed before, but in taking the course, it actually taught me better ways to run my own business that I already had. Mm. 
that I've been, you know, struggling to keep up with and maintain for 18 years, doing very well with it, but just never having enough time for my family because of it. It's taught me how to manage that business better. Mm. So why it keeps me, why I keep going. Um, I can, <laughs> it's, I don't want to say that it's easy making money as a digital marketer isn't easy, but it's fun and it's, it's, it's simple. So I see that I can replace what I was making as a mortgage agent in digital marketing. And it's like, why wouldn't I do that? If Ooh. I can get my life back and involve my kids in what I'm doing, like my daughter's in a lot of my videos, even if she's like, you know, holding the hairbrush as a microphone kind of thing, like Ooh. they're involved in it. And, and I have more time for them now. And Ooh. that, that's my why they, they are my why. Mm. So I, I think a lot of people can relate to nowadays working, you know, six, seven hours or seven days a week on your job because, well, if you're a salaried position, there's an expectation there that you're going to be more available than if you were just working hourly. And so as you move up in any career, in any corporation, you're usually going to transition to salary. And while that can be beneficial if you're working less, right, some days, some weeks, it can also, if you're somebody who's on it, who's like you seem driven, accountable, responsible, and successful, that can also create an opportunity for you to work a lot, right? Uh, and and you, you have, um, you have the, the, maybe there's an expectation, maybe there's not from your boss or your, your owner, but the the or the company owner but still it's it's there it's the it seems like the more successful we get sometimes in certain jobs or with certain companies the more we work and sometimes if we even or uh, do the math on the time it's not really more money because we're working so many more hours and so um, do, do you really now see going from being so skeptical to this becoming something that you could truly transition to or you desire to want to transition to? Not only seeing this as more fun, but giving you more time and also replacing or even providing more income than what you've been making as a mortgage broker. And this may not be happening right now but are you seeing the clear path to that being possible? Absolutely. Yes. Without, without question. Um, I had a thought and I was, I, I, when you were asking the questions there, now it's gone, but um, there's, I've already started transitioning my away from my business. So I love being a mortgage agent. I will always hold that title. Um, I'm always going to be here for my clients because they are important to me. Um, but I've actually brought on another associate. I have two mortgage associates under me now, and I brought a third one on. And instead of doing all of the work myself, I'm funneling all of my deals to those associates to give me back my life, like time, but also because I don't need with digital marketing, I don't need all of the income I was making with mortgages. I know I can make more in digital marketing than I was making with mortgages, which is insane to me because I worked really hard for this career and put like ugh, just so much time and effort and, 
And, and I do, I actually work for free. A lot of the time people call me like even friend, I, I will help anybody. I, I love friends, family, strangers. I will give free advice to anybody, but I work for free a lot. The people will call me and ask me for rate advice or mortgage advice or, you know, relating to the industry. And I spend a lot of time giving out free advice. I'm not make. I, I mean, it does make me feel good to help people. So it's, it's an intrinsic thing, but um, yeah, I work for free a lot. And, but so the question is, do I see it being permanent? Yes, definitely. I, I'm, I want to share the wealth in the mortgage business with my three associates. They're going to be making the money and I'm going to do digital marketing. That's oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, that's Sorry, awesome. Sorry, I couldn't hear you for a second. <laughs> yeah, I had myself muted um, just so I wasn't sniffing and snorting over here while you were talking. Uh, my allergies and I got a cold and everything. So, uh, But I'm still here. I can do this even if I have a little cold, which is so cool. And, you know, it's one of the benefits of being in this business and being an internet marketer is there's also not an expectation that I'm going to be, um, you know, not only can I, can I be myself and build my own brand, which is, I think one of the coolest parts of this is that, you know, when you, when you work for a corporation, the, the dress code, the attitude, the language, the culture is already in some cases set and you have to fit into that. So a lot of times you're not really being yourself. You're being like, I went to the bank yesterday and the, this lady helped me who is like the quintessential, like total professional. Like she had all of the, the language, the nice customer service, which I love and you love to be talked to nice, but I just thought this is not how this lady talks in her home. You know, she was just, you know, she's fitting into the bank of America culture, you know, and there's a certain expectation and a certain dress code. Um, so I, I love that I can have a cold, I can wear a hat, I can create my own brand, I, you know. Um, but another thing that I was thinking of when you were talking and you were talking about transferable skills was I was thinking about how, and you were mentioning how these skills are making your current business more successful, more leveraged. You're using these strategies, these tools, these techniques there to create more freedom and more success. One of the things that came up for me as you were just talking about always giving your time away, um, how many people can relate to that? This thing can be an absolute curse. This thing can be an absolute vampire. This thing rings. And of course, people have an expectation that if they call you or text you, that you're going to call back, right? Because it's like, well, I called so-and-so, but I haven't heard back, right? So there's an expectation in our society that if somebody has your number, why do you think I don't give my number out? <laughs> I'm dead serious because if people have my phone number, there's an expectation that I'm going to call them back. And I don't like to take phone calls. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I don't take phone calls. I don't, I'm not on the phone and, and I'm just sharing my, I've, this is where I've gotten to in 13 years and I'm going to make a point with this. I, I don't take phone calls because the same thing that you're discovering now, which is you can run and operate your business without being on the phone all day. Mm -hmm. The other thing that is really, really, really important to me 
is that if I'm talking to somebody one-on-one, that I'm able to use that conversation to speak one to many, not just only have that one person hear what I'm saying, especially if I'm delving out knowledge and wisdom and information. So I will never take a call with somebody without recording it. And so, no, I'm serious. No, I will never, I will never take a zoom call. I will never do a coaching session. I will never do. If you notice every single thing in legendary marketer is done on zoom and we record it. Why? Because we get triple quadruple 10 X a hundred X the views in the leverage when we record it and put the recording up for other people to listen to and learn from. And so this is the whole concept of also what I teach in the coaching blueprint, which is coaches transitioning their work from one-on-one coaching. And this is also at the executive level in the leadership level in corporations, transitioning from one-on-one, unless it's a confidential private matter, to one-to-many, because not only are other people learning from somebody's question in the conversation that you're having with somebody, but you're able to record that and then reuse that content in training, in you know the replay, posting it. And I've had calls and trainings that people are watching years after I had them and people are still getting value from them. What are some of the ways that you're realizing that you have not been leveraged in some of the things that you're starting to pick up from here that you can apply in your existing business? Well, the the most important thing was mindset. My mindset. I was, I, it's funny because I do, I would do anything for my kids. We, Sean and I do everything for our kids. Um, a lot of the time we have, we have ex spouses and, but we are the primary when it comes to driving them to sports and things. Sean will go one way. I'll go in another one at one weekend. He was in Vermont with one of our sons and I was in Philadelphia with the other. Um, but, um, I, I always found myself saying things like, I just, I have too many clients. I just, I can't do that because I have too many clients. And so changing that mindset was huge for me. It's, I can do this because I have so many clients. So, so that, that was big. Um, Just changing the way I thought about my business was important. Um, uh, Other thing, just the, just the whole, the base of it, it's the sales funnel, like how you send out information automated. So we do that for our clients. And it never really dawned on me before that that was a thing. Like, it's so much easier to broadcast the information to 800 people than to call every single person when rates are, it right? Oh it's brilliant. So I mean, talk about miserable, you know, talk about time consuming, talk about, you know, never getting ahead. I mean, by the time you get through everybody, there's new news. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) totally, totally. I mean, Randy, my business partner, Randy and I, we at Christmas time, we used to sit in his office 
hand signing, like, I, th I think at that time it was like 600 business cards or business cards, Christmas cards and sending them out. And I mean, he's amazing. He still does this. He, it, that's his, that's his jam. He loves to do it. But I mean, with the way um, marketing is now, everything's digital. So it's like, I don't know that we may be transition. I don't know. That's a conversation I'll have to have with Randy. He's probably listening to this right now. So um, he, uh, so we'll probably end up going like digital on that, but just streamlining the business through um, digital marketing. It just makes so much more sense because it saves you so much more time. What you said with recording everything and you don't have to repeat yourself. You just hit play. It's right there. Listen to it. It's right there. You know, yeah. it, it just makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's how I've been able to lead large teams. I mean, we have nearly 200 people that work inside of our team here at legendary and none of them need to be managed. None of them need to be, I mean, there's a certain person that we look to hire for certain positions, but none of, we don't manage anybody. I mean, there's an expectation that's set, you deliver or, or you don't. And if you don't, there's consequences. And we have KPIs, dashboards, customer feedback loops, various different, again, digital KPIs, key performance indicators that we track that help us to determine if somebody's doing well or not. And just the same way that you are learning as an affiliate marketer to track your KPIs, your key performance indicators, your traffic, your hits, your leads that are opting in and, and, and joining your list, your commissions. You, you know, you can look at digital dashboards and you can see various different metrics and the things that are important to your business. And it's, it's all there. And if it's not there, it can be created or there's probably a software that can do that for you. And so we just, we learn and I've learned over time how to communicate with people through the power of video. And this show is a great example. We, we stream this show. We've done it 830 times. It, I do it every day, but it gets watched by five, 6,000 people live here and then we take the replay it's still live on the internet for people to watch months years after it happens we strip the audio post it on all the major podcast platforms so people can listen to it as they're jogging driving doing the dishes walking the dog <laughs> and all of our training sales videos i mean just the simple concept of having if you're selling a digital product a sales video instead of you know, most business in the past has been done. Hey, do you got time for a call? Can we have a meeting? Can we do lunch? Right. And it's like the work that it takes to, to get there. People try to avoid that when they hear that nowadays anyways, uh, because they know that it's a sales pitch in disguise. Whereas a sales in who maybe you're sick that day, maybe you're late Maybe you didn't, you, you know, maybe you didn't take a shower and you stink, you know, who knows, but you're not going to give the perfect identical presentation every time, but you know what never fails? You know what does it perfectly every single time and it never gets tired and it never quits and it never calls in sick and it never complains a sales video. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You know, 
It just plays tens of hundreds of thousands of times, millions of times, just identically, identic, identical message, identical everything. The 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 the, the sound is identical. The pre- and you could be you know sick. You could be you know laid out. You could be on vacation. And so, you know, this brings us to the new person who complains about only getting 20, 40, 200 views on their videos. It's a gradual, it's a gradual climb to getting those higher numbers and getting more people in front of your material and your content. What has it been like for you to be new and for you to start to get your videos out and embrace the small numbers, embrace being new, embrace the, the beginning, the first pages of chapter one of this journey for you. What is it like for you to get on video and, and, and stare at yourself, listen to yourself, compare yourself to other people? You talk about mindset. What limiting beliefs have you over had to overcome in starting this journey with the marketing itself? Well, I so many things there. There, there are so many. I have so many things to say about this because not only am I terrified of the camera like this, I was practically in tears before getting on the camera, like getting on StreamYard. And I was chatting with Joanne. I was like, I'm terrified. I even posted something on Facebook on the thing that said that I was going to be on this. I, I'm not good on camera. I stumble over my words. I say, um when I started taking, doing so the videos for Instagram, I had to record them like 55 times. And I kept hearing your voice saying, just, it doesn't matter if you screw up. It doesn't matter if you stumble over your words posted anyways. I like I, that there was one segment of the course that where you said that I'm like, I can't, I sound stupid. (laughs) I sound terrible. I can't, I can't post that. So I would take hundreds of videos of this seven second reel, just to realize it was the first one was probably the best one. The first one was probably the most real. <laughs> right? Like it's just so, Always. yeah. So that was a huge, huge challenge for me. I am so not techie. I, I can't, if I, if my computer doesn't turn on, um, I, my, my brother-in-law is, an IT guy for a nearby university. There's so many times I couldn't get my computer to turn on. I'm like, Ben, I, I, I need, can you come and fix my computer? And it's so, so simple. It's like, hold the button down for 30 seconds, Amanda. But I, I'm so technologically inept. I just can't do it. But with the course, they um, drew and they would literally take over my computer and fix it for me. Like whatever I had done, connecting my sales funnel to my landing page or whatever. Um, so challenge. I was challenged through the whole thing. Um, getting started was 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 hard for me, but they they made it easy. So those were like the tech problems I had. But um, what to post was really big for me. Like I it it took in the beginning. I was like I don't know what to say. Like I was researching other affiliates like legendary affiliates saying like to figure out what they were saying, but what they were saying wasn't really what I needed to say because they were, you know, so much more ahead of where I, I am. I was, 
um, they're making, you know, millions of dollars. And here I am, I hadn't even done like, what, how am I gonna, how am I gonna make a post about making money when I haven't made any money? <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. But um, I just decided to just throw it out, just throw all that out and start, just start. <laughs> like I, that was the big thing, just getting started was the biggest challenge mm -hmm. um, but I promised myself I was going to post three times a day no matter how bad I thought it was I was just going to put it out there and this one oh, okay so I have this one post it's had like 7,800 views which is the most I've ever had on any of my uh, reels um, but I was loading my hay chute in my barn so I have these two chutes that go from the hayloft downstairs and I was loading the hay chute. I'm like, oh, gosh, I've got to post something. And there was this, like, dub over kind of thing. So I, like, leaned on hay bale and did the reel. And it is, like, seven seconds. I did it in one shot and posted it. 7,800 views. Like, <laughs> these other reels that I've taken half an hour to put together get like 40 so it, it is that is a little disheartening it's like the more effort you put in the the less you get out on the content on the video part like I know that the emails we need to put effort into those and mind you chat GPT is pretty amazing I didn't even know that existed before legendary but uh yeah did I answer that question sorry I'm rambling no, you're, you're answering it wonderfully and people are loving it and getting lots of value from it. And by the way, nobody noticed you were new or nervous and that's all in your own head, which is just another takeaway. Everybody's like, I don't think I've heard you say, um, one time you're such a natural. It's such a great example of the liking gap, which I talk about so often on this show. And it's one of my favorite things to talk about because it is, and it's a phenomenon that is, uh, can be read and studied about in, uh, right on Wikipedia. And I'll show you, it's the disparity between how much a person believes that another person likes them and that other person's actual opinion. Studies have found that most people underestimate how much other people like and enjoy their company. So you can read all through the theory you can read about the spotlight light effect. You can read about the illusion of transparency. You can read about other research into this phenomenon in all of the references, of course, like on all Wikipedia information. But this is <coughs> a classic example. And once we start to learn about some of these phenomenons that happen within the human species, because it happens with everybody, we start to um, embrace more of those natural videos and understand why they work so well, because we're not trying as hard. And when you're trying really hard, you don't look as natural. You're trying to compensate. You're trying extra hard. You're recording just like I did when I first got started 50 times, because you're trying to overcompensate for feelings of inadequacy when you're not really actually inadequate. <laughs> and so it, it's like it's extra, it's extra frosting on the cake that ruins the cake, right? That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It makes the cake 
taste weird and unnatural because you've tried to put all, and I've tried to put all the extra frosting on the cake because I thought that the cake was inadequate as is because of, because I made it. You ever, I don't know about you, but a sandwich that somebody else makes is always tastes better than a sandwich that I made. It's way better. It is. I don't know why that is, but like a <laughs> deli sandwich, like, and it's, it can be slot. Like I can perfectly put every piece of meat and lettuce and everything on it and sprinkle just the perfect amount of salt and pepper to write. It doesn't matter. Somebody else, you know how you get them at the deli and they just slap me. It looks, the pickles are all in a pile and, you know, they didn't even look like they took the time to spread it out. But for whatever reason, it tastes better. That could also probably be categorized as the liking gap, right? Or something within that phenomenon that happens where we like the things that we do less than other people. And so the cake analogy, I think, is is a good one. I just came up with that. And there's no substitute. Remember that. No substitute in marketing for the perfect analogy. Keep that in mind, my dear friends, because if you're new and you're looking for content, try to think about analogies that make sense to you that will help other people understand what it is that you're talking about. Speak in terms that they understand, not in terms that you understand or that you're just learning about or is industry jargon. The most successful people are the people who make complicated things simple. And that's actually also the sign of brilliance. And I think it was Einstein that said that, that brilliance is really taking something complicated and making it sound simple. Whereas most of us try to take something simple and overcomplicate the hell out of it. And so again, back to your 7,500 view video, it is frustrating once you realize that you're putting so much effort into these videos that get low views and then you just throw one up. But what a powerful takeaway. What a powerful <laughs> learning lesson, right? How have you how have you embraced more of the just get it done and, and done is better than perfect approach to your marketing since things like that have happened? Talk to us about the progression of your comfort and speed in getting things out and done. Well, so, I mean, I just, I, how do I put this into words? I'm overcomplicating it. Um, okay, so now I, I see reels in everything I do. I, when I'm shopping with my daughter, when I'm at the barn, when I'm walking them to the bus stop in the morning, I just see an opportunity to, to make that, you know, I have the privilege of walking my kids to the bus every morning. I have that privilege. I, I had it before, but, but it's something that somebody else might, might want for themselves. They might not want to have to jump in their car at seven o'clock in the morning to drive to a job they hate. So I, like, I see that as a privilege that, I want to point out to them is possible. So, I mean, I stopped doing, I stopped recording over and over and over again. I'll do it once when I'm doing my folding my towels, I do one take and put the words over it and, and push go. So how, how has it changed? That's changed that I've just stopped doing that. Mm. Yeah. And 
um, that whole two, I, I always say I take two hours a day for digital marketing. I truly take two hours a day, but every day I make sure that I use every minute of those two hours just for digital marketing, whether it's my emails or working on the digital course or, you know, whatever it is, I make sure that I'm not taking away from my kids when the whole purpose of doing this is to give more time to my kids. So, yeah, I don't know if that answers. Which can be, which can be tricky to navigate, right? We have, entrepreneurship gives us an opportunity to learn how to set boundaries Mm -hmm. and it gives us an opportunity to learn, if we want to learn that, if we want to embrace that, you know, embrace, um, embracing done rather than perfect, right? Because I can remember many, many times where I actually, you know, screwed up by not, by recording five or 10 times when it was good enough the first time and caused family, us to be late going somewhere or me late arriving somewhere. I mean, I've done it all. I've screwed up in every way possible you can, possibly imagine in terms of you know you know i mean i had to reframe like to my family being on my phone like because i you know i i was just i didn't have any boundaries with it for like for for many years you know and now i have more boundaries with my phone and quite frankly i don't want to be working on it all the time you know, like in the beginning, though, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, though, I don't regret a damn thing that I did because me being as obsessed as I was at the beginning and still now from time to time is the reason why I'm successful. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as long as what I'm doing is bearing fruit that is what's important, right? So I need to make sure that if I am on that phone, I'm not scrolling and wasting time. I need to push myself to hit post and move on. I mean, I need to be conscious and aware so that, you know, I can create fruit from my efforts. But the cool thing is, is that now my family, if they see me on my phone, they know I'm doing important work and they don't, they don't, my kids, even my three-year-old son, he's like, you working daddy, you know, <laughs> seriously, he's not even three yet. He's about to be three. Um, you working daddy, you know, that's, that's that. And that's, that's because I also, um, have learned how to move around in, in work this business, not just sitting at my computer. I can take my phone and go. That's the other beautiful thing about this is nowadays 95% of your digital marketing business can be ran from your phone. And so it's not like you're stuck at your computer all day and you're like, I'll be right there. That's what I used to do. And this was back before video was like as popular and powerful as it is now when I was writing a lot of copy. And like that was the predominant way that I was selling everything and reels and short form video. And I hadn't systematized my content strategy. Like for me personally, wake up legendary is my content strategy. Now, personally, 
my and I've always marketed, no matter if I had a company, was just doing affiliate marketing, like, you know, Legendary Marketer has grown into quite a large company that I'm also the CEO of, but I still have a desire to market into mm -hmm. to sell and, and to create content. And so what I've done is instead of just randomly creating content at any hour, you know, I've systematized it down to not only if am I scheduled, but also the damn show is scheduled for everybody else. So I got to show up, dedicate that hour. And if nothing else gets done from me that day in terms of content creation, then that got done, right? Yeah. That got done. And then I can take that and anybody can take any of your content and have somebody edit it up. Um, you know, we turn it into reels. We turn it into other short form content. We utilize it in other ways, as I, as I said. So, um, I just love the fact that I, you know, I can, I can design my business and design my life. And that is one of the things that I think is the most important thing for all of us to understand and realize in this community is that I see people so addicted to struggle. They come in and they say, I'm struggling with, and that's the intro for the post in Facebook and one of our Facebook groups or whatever. And it's like, that person, it's okay. And this is not to shame anybody, but you just have not realized that you don't have to struggle with that anymore. And the more that you say that you're struggling, the more you're going to struggle, right? Yeah. You're speaking that struggle into existence. You're addicted to struggle. That's even how you introduce yourself to other people by announcing and declaring to other people that you're struggling with something. And, and while I can understand in maybe therapy or going through trauma counseling or something like that, you want to acknowledge all your feelings. I have to flush them all out. There's a time and place for everything. But in entrepreneurship and changing your mindset, you need to speak what you want into existence. This is, you're not, this is not, I mean, it is a, you have to change one thing. That's everything, particularly how you think about both how you announce yourself, how you ask for help, you, you know, and, and also the fact that you can design your life. You don't have to struggle with that. You can run and operate your, somebody said to me the other day, they emailed in and they said, well, I bought the blueprints and then I got booked in with us corporate solutions. Who's a, a just a, a decent company that we work with that helps people set up their LLC. They're awesome. I love, I adore that process. You can go with them or not go with them. You, you, you know, you can you can run your business however the hell you want. You can set up an LLC, not set up an LLC, set up a corporation, not set up a corporation. I mean, talk to you. Who are you getting tax advice from? <laughs> yeah. You know, the reason why. But my point is, don't say we're forcing you into anything. You're in control of your credit card. Nobody's at, at your house holding a gun to your head. Run your damn, go to your local tax person. Who do you get tax advice from? Oh, nobody? Well, that's a problem. But, <laughs> you know, understand why we do things. Because we, we want to get tax benefits. We want to have write-offs. We want all the education that we're investing in to be a write-off. We learn about money management. We learn about taxes. We can design our life. 
It's you're not a victim. Nobody's scamming you into anything. You're, you know, it's again, we're addicted to skepticism and struggle. And it's our first default thought instead of, you know what the, you know what the, 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 the solution to all of this is curiosity. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah. Being curious instead of being defensive, being curious that I wonder it's childlike. You know, we get so stuck in our ways. And again, going back to the lifestyle design, we can design our life. We can design our hours. We can run the majority of our business from our phone. And the majority of the problems that new entrepreneurs create, the majority of problems that they have, if not every single one of them, is created by themselves. Yeah. Have you seen that in your own self and business? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you won't. Like every single time. And it's funny. You keep saying, you you know, you design your life. I actually have something in my office that says, I don't know if you can see this. I don't know if it's backwards or my ring light. My, it says she designed a life she loved. Yeah. And that's been like my whole thing. So when Sean and I bought this property in 2021, it was all about building the life we we wanted. We we've worked really really hard our whole lives and this was going to be we were going to design this life to be exactly what we wanted it to be. And and digital marketing has um launched that. Like we were already doing it, but finding legendary and being curious about whether or not I could do it and doing it has, has made so many things possible now that, and it fits into that designing our own life. That's amazing that you said that. That's it's every day. I look at it every day. Well, this entire business for me is about lifestyle design. Mm-hmm. It's all about lifestyle design. I mean, if you, if you came and lived with, you know, hung out with me for a week, you, you, you know, you'd be like, holy crap. I mean, I am completely disconnected from what is going on in the rest of the world. And that doesn't mean I'm not empathetic to it. That doesn't mean that I'm not empathetic to people's problems and challenges but i also know that a lot of the shit is sensationalized mm-hmm. and that there's usually so i'm not going to get caught up in the news i'm not going to get caught up in 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 politics i'm not going to get caught up in um you know man-made religions i'm not i don't get caught up in those things i don't argue with people i don't you know i don't i i'm curious about other people's opinions and i honor other people's decisions you know, it's, it, I honor them. I'm curious about them. If somebody has a different belief than I do, I don't criticize it and judge it. I say, wow, I mean, I wonder how they came to that conclusion. Maybe they know something that I, I try to be agnostic in a lot of my life, meaning that I, I, I know that I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not the omnipotent being. I'm not, you know, I don't have in and it just, it, 
you know, it allows me to be able to be more free and more happy. And, 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 you know, I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, working from home, working for yourself, not being on somebody else's timeline, not having, you know, the most stressful thing for me is getting my kids to Montessori school in the morning. It's like, you know, (laughs) it's like getting out of the house and, but I love that. I love spending time with them. And I love, you know, the, the, I love all of those moments. Um, you know, I, I love, um, you know, I, I, there's certain things about life that I still, of course, want to stay plugged into because my, my children like baseball and, and dance and things like that. But all of the stuff that is stressful and that is most, you know, mostly man-made are usually things that are going to take me away from my, my, my lifestyle design mindset. I need to, I need to disconnect from all of the expectations that society has on me in the way that I should live my life and start thinking about what if none of this existed, how, what would I do with my day? Yeah. What would I do with my time? And, and if we, we actually step back and ask ourselves that question, like if I didn't, you know, if I didn't have to go into this job, like what would I do with my time? Like some time for some of us, you know, I, I think that it's sort of like the elephant. Here's another analogy that's really powerful. It's sort of like the baby elephant, right? Who, and this is a real thing. When an elephant is a baby, they lock it, chain it up to a tree. And it really isn't strong enough to get free. And as it grows older, they're able to control the elephant by putting it by putting a chain on its foot and just putting a stake in the ground that the elephant could easily pull up and walk away with. But mentally, it's it still thinks that it's locked and tied to that tree like it was when it was a baby. Right. And although that's sad to think about from an as an elephant, right? I saw your face. It was kind of like, oh, little poor baby elephant. But the truth is, is that billions of people live like that too. Yeah. And we are programmed with a ch- with certain chains and shackles. And as we grow up, we believe. And this is where skepticism comes from. Negative skepticism and criticism, not curious skepticism, right? I mean, curiosity that's on the opposite side. You have skepticism sort of in the middle. A healthy skepticism is healthy, right? It's kind of like you're, you want to make sure that something's safe, right? That's, that's the amygdala firing off in your brain going, you know, that's millions of years old. There's a saber tooth tiger over there and it's going to eat you. You might want to not go over there. You know, that's a healthy skepticism of walking into a cave, right? But when we get critical, Like there's no way to live life anymore, or this can't be true, or, you know, that's too good to be true, right? On the other side of the spectrum, there's that curiosity where we're curious Mm -hmm. about like, okay, I see that that's some feelings are coming up for me around that. I'm a little skeptical, but I'm curious versus being cynical and critical and judgmental, right? And you strike me as that kind of person. Talk to me a little bit about what else this has taught you about yourself that you 
you know, you did not know about yourself, or this has reminded you about yourself, whether it's your tenacity, whether it's your playfulness, what, what, what are you learning about you through this journey? Um, it's actually, it's, it's brought a lot of, um, my, the things my parents said throughout my life. I, I've, I've had a kind of a crazy story life, way not enough time to get into that. And I'm sure there are a lot of people that don't really care to hear about that. But, um, what I always did have my whole life were parents that told me that I could do anything there. My, my mom, I I'm very fortunate. I have my biological mom, my, my mom, my stepmom, and my father, they've all always told me that it didn't matter what I wanted in life. I could do it. If I wanted it bad enough, I just had to be willing to work for it and I could have it. And they weren't wrong. Everything I've wanted in life I have. Um, and it was truly just, uh, there's a quote and it says, it's, uh, um, oh, I can't remember now, but it's, uh, I believed I could, my father told me I could, I, I can do it because I, I was told I could. And, and it, it's true. Like I, I, your kids hear you, they, they watch you. One of my biggest motivating factors in life is I want my children to see that they can do anything because I, I, I'm doing it. I can do any, if I want it, I know I can get it. I just have to work for it. So I, I'm always telling them that, like, if you, if you set, if you decide you want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you can make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but why limit yourself there? Because if all you want to make is a hundred thousand dollars this year, that that's all you're going to make. If you don't put limits on yourself, if you, if you just believe that no matter what it is in life that, that you want is, is out there, you can get it. I, I don't know if that came out clearly, but the bottom line is I remember my parents' words through my whole life. And that is, Amanda, you're capable. You can do it. You're smart. You can figure it out. If you don't have the answers, just go find them. And yeah, that's, sorry. I, that's I agree with what Shelly said. You're blessed to have parents that built you up to succeed. Willow says my parents were the opposite. And while that may be true for many of you, many of us, what I what also comes up for me as you share that is the power of reparenting yourself through this process. Mm -hmm. And some of us don't have our parents around anymore to if they were encouraging to, 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 to call them up and hear those encouraging words or some of us didn't have parents at all. Right. We were raised by other people. And so there is the one of one of the most powerful things about entrepreneurship is taking self-responsibility, personal responsibility. It, 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 it is it is the number one factor of your success of taking personal responsibility for all the outcomes. The buck stops with you. Now, that also goes for encouraging yourself. See, so often we think that we need a motivational speaker. We need a coach. We need a mentor. We need a, a guru to, you know, build us up. We need a motivational video on YouTube or wherever else. And the truth is, is that 
the most powerful thing that we can do for ourselves is tap into what you just said, which is some of the you know loving, empowering words that some of our caregivers gave, but most importantly, reparent ourselves, right? Because the truth is, is that no matter who you are, you didn't get everything that you needed. There were some things that were left out, right? Yeah. There's a whole section of my life that <laughs> that would put people in tears. I, yeah. Sure. I'm not, I'm, I, I don't live there anymore. So, yeah. I, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, I think that, yes, I was, I'm very fortunate to have had such supportive parents. And I still have my parents. And I know that I'm privileged to still have them. Um, but I don't know. I, I, would I be the person I am if I didn't have that? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. All yeah. I know is that I took all of the things that I cherish from my upbringing and I'm, I'm passing that on to my children and I, making damn sure that all of the things that happened when I was a child that I don't want them to experience, they're not going to experience. Yeah. And by being there as a present parent, that's, that's all I can do to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. And this digital marketing, legendary marketing is allowing me to do that or has opened my eyes to what I can do with my life. Yeah. Beautiful. And, you know, again, you're you're taking a part of your life and choosing also how you see it and what you're taking from it. And it's the opposite of a victim. Right. Because there, there, we've all had beautiful parts of our life in childhood and difficult and traumatic parts of our life in childhood. And it's all about what we choose to take from that. You know, the, some of the most successful people in the world had some of the most traumatic upbringings and and they say, well, I wouldn't change it for anything because it made me who I am the same way that if you had, you know, lots of loving moments in your childhood and encouraging words to be grateful for that and to really, again, like you're saying, pass those principles and that messaging on to your kids is, 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 is that personal taking personal responsibility and being grateful for what you have. And again, this is the, this is the, the, the foundation of entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is about being the leader in your own life. It's about taking charge. It's about choosing to see the silver lining in every situation. It's, it really is. Why is that so important? Because as an entrepreneur, a business owner, you are a solution provider. And the mm-hmm. first person that you need to learn how to provide solutions to is yourself. Yeah. It's yourself. You know, you ha- we have to be able to figure out how to turn our mess into a message, how to turn our struggles into our strengths, right? So we can feel motivated to keep going through tough times because entrepreneurship is certainly, it's certainly the road less traveled. That's why there's only a small percentage of multimillionaire and billionaires in the world. The majority of them did not inherit their wealth. Mm -hmm. The majority of them did not inherit their wealth. They created it. And so it is the road less traveled. Why? 
because it's difficult to take challenging situations and, and find the silver lining, take a mess and turn it into a message. It's difficult to, to look at a glass and say, that glass is half full instead of being cynical and saying it's half empty. It's difficult to see a crowd full of people all having a problem and to start to think about a solution rather than joining that crowd to complain about the problem. That, that is entrepreneurship. It's mm -hmm. seeing the crowd and to complain about the problem would be to fit in to sit and do nothing and complain about the problem would be to make friends. But the yeah. entrepreneur says there's a solution that can be found here. And I'm probably not going to be popular at first. I'm probably going to get stoned in a way. I'm probably going to get made fun of because, oh, you think you're better than all of us, that you can find a solution. You think that you're better than us, that you can, right? Yeah. But when but at first they criticize you. There's another quote. First you're criticized, then you're laughed at, then they buy from you. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. buy from you, right? Um <laughs> so anyways, you you're you're you've you, this has been so wonderful and just to think you were nervous, I would have never known. Oh. I would have never known. I'm terrified of the camera. Public speaking has never been my thing, but I, I am so excited to have been here and to like, I feel like I now know you. And I mean, I feel like I knew you like watching all of the wake up legendaries before in the course, but this has been incredible. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Come back and see me. Keep us posted on your journey. Okay, Amanda. And, uh, and thanks for a wonderful show. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. All right, my friends, you can go and follow Amanda over on TikTok and Instagram at Manda the Affiliate Mama. Okay, Amanda without the A, Manda the Affiliate Mama. Okay, over on TikTok and Instagram. Remember, my friends, you can also get a little gentle reminder via text message every morning whenever we go live. If you're not subscribed to our text message list, come on on, come on. To, to the other side. Come on, join the list, get on it. All the cool kids are doing it. Text WUL to 813-296-8553. WUL to 813-296-8553. My friends, lots going on in Legendary. As always, we are daily, five days a week, doing Wake Up Legendary as well as two coaching calls for all Blueprint students. Support 101, at 1 p.m. Eastern time in hot seat and fast feedback coaching call at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Register in your back office under products, blueprints, register for live training. We're also doing our big upgrade and overhaul live training of our digital courses blueprint. That's also able to be registered in your back office under products, blueprints, and register for live training there uh, under the digital courses blueprint. My friends, um, if you're just getting started here and you're new, finish that dadgum challenge. Get into those blueprints if you feel called for more accountability, more coaching, more of a blueprint step-by-step -step to show you how to do this thing. But at the very least, take action on what you've learned so far. You deserve it. You're worth it.
And it's time for you to start designing your life the way that you want it and get off everybody else's agenda. All right, my friends, we'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. It's been real. It's been fun. Thank you again to Amanda for a wonderful show. Get out of here, my friends. Be legendary. Peace.